Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hour number two of Fantasy Sports today is here. Joe Pizapia and Craig Mish. We're going to go over players that could be helped with a change of scenery. Cutdown day is coming on Saturday. We've got a list of some players that if you're drafting in the next 24, 48 hours, you may want to grab in the last round or two because they could end up with a different destination. Also, we play fantasy football, trust or bust. Fantasy Sports today, hour number two starts now. Fantasy Sports Today. Toward the end zone. It is Seattle's going to the Super Bowl. Fires up the middle. Pass is caught by Owens. Owens made the catch. Oh, Pass is caught. Diggs. Sideline. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Toss to White. And welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today, hour number two. Joe Pizapia and Craig Mish here with you on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Full-time fantasy coming your way, 2 o'clock Eastern. Make sure you download our show each and every day. Subscribe to the show, and it gets sent to you automatically. All right, well, look, Joe, this is the time of the year where we know Saturday's coming. It is a great day for some. It is an awful day for others. All around the league, players will be cut. There will be players that you own on your fantasy team. That will be cut. There will be kickers that you own on your fantasy team. <laughs> oh, oh. That, that, that happens every year. You're going to have to cut Play a with kicker kickers. drafted. Now, why anybody takes a kicker until the last round? Is, I have no idea. But anyway, um, so I wanted to go over some players I think that potentially could be helped with a change of scenery. And these are some players that I think that, you know, their tushies are on the line coming this weekend, <laughs> so to speak. So Watch let's, your let's mouth. And you brought up a player yesterday that I don't think is going to get cut. And I don't think he's going to be on a different team. But you had some pretty good comments on it. So let's start off with Adrian Peterson on Washington. I think he makes a team. I think he's their starting running back to start the season. Now, at the trade deadline in two months, that could tra- that could change. But let's let's dive into Peterson here initially. And what do you think about it? Peterson's a fascinating asset. And many different reasons why. The first being last year, again, a guy nobody saw coming. I, I had a lot of Adrian Peterson shares when he signed last year. And there's still a lot of people out there in fantasy who have that you know, thing where they go, I don't want to own that guy because of things that he's done in his personal life. And that's fine. My business is to win fantasy leagues and to win people fantasy leagues. And I am not the judge and jury of people's souls. And I think people take themselves a little too seriously in this, in this instance, and they get annoyed about it. But Adrian Peterson last year for free had a thousand yards and a bunch of touchdowns and was decent enough in some games that you were playing him as an RB two and decent enough as a flex spot and basically a useful running back for free. And I feel like he could be that again this year. You might have to be a little patient about it because it might not happen right away. The good news is Darius Geis looks like he is finally healthy. And after early training camp reports being a little shaky on him, things have gotten much, much better. That's a good sign. He's looked pretty good in the preseason. So I think they want to turn this page sooner than later for a myriad of reasons. Number one, 
getting guys to football more and really making sure the organization is selling to the fans. Look, we got a future here. That being said, there's an opportunity either this week or by week eight for Adrian Peterson to be on another team. And I think that is going to happen because I think he wants to play. We know financially he needs to play. (laughs) And I also think that he will have value to some other organization. And there's many out there right now who could use a guy like Adrian Peterson with his experience and what skills he's got left. So I think that even though he's a cheap fantasy asset right now, he is a decent enough speculation that you want to own him. Let's go. We'll go back to running backs here in a minute. Uh, Here where I live in South Florida, Joe, the expectation is that come this weekend, Kenny Stills, is going to be let go or traded by the Miami Dolphins. And we know at this point he's kind of a week-to-week wide receiver four flex type option. And and obviously it's really unfortunate where we are at this point, but some of what he's done politically, and he's a great guy, by the way, unbelievable to kids and fans and everything, but that does play a factor, unfortunately, in this, as we've seen previously with Colin Kaepernick. That being said, if Stills was to be picked up, by another team, Joe, and the Dolphins were to let him go. We know right now he's like an undraftable player with the Dolphins right now. In terrible quarterback situation, terrible offensive line situation. But is there a right situation for him, or is this just the end of the line for Kenny Stills? Uh, I'm going to say there's a right situation for him. I'm going to say somebody will pick him up because it's the NFL, and still another week left, and somebody could also get hurt too. So I would say this is a better than a coin flip, if that's what you're asking, like percentage-wise. I would still say it's a 60-40. He ends up somewhere in a... I don't want to say better spot, but it's hard to get worse. I mean, That's really, yeah. I mean, it really is hard to get worse. And it's funny because Washington is one of these teams I think could be desperate for some wide receiver talent. And I, I mean, why, why not? Why not? Kenny Stills there. Why, why not try to keep kind of turning that page a little bit? Uh, you know, Detroit does not love Marvin Jones. Maybe they pick him up on the cheap as they look to kind of repeat what they did last year when they moved on from Golden Tate during the season. I could see that happen as well. So there's definitely some spots there. I mean, I would even potentially keep in mind the Bengals if this A.J. Green foot thing doesn't keep going in the right direction. Elijah McGuire on the Jets probably will get cut, Joe, this weekend. He could be a a situational type guy for someone else. The Jets kind of gave him a little bit more of an opportunity last year, but then he was overshadowed, and then now it looks like he's on the roster bubble. But some people feel like the talent is still there. Is McGuire someone that lasts beyond this year in the NFL? Is he fantasy relevant at all, or is this the end of the line for him? I think Oakland would be an intriguing spot for him, to tell you the truth. You know, somebody with a little bit younger legs, somebody that, you know, they just moved on from Doug Martin. That could be a spot for him. But I look, I've seen enough. I live in the New York area. I've seen enough Elijah McGuire. I get what people are saying. Yeah, there's a little bit of talent there. But again, is he a fantasy asset? That's where I struggle. So I'm going to say not worthy of drafting. Antonio Callaway suspended at the beginning of the season. And you think the Browns end up moving on from him eventually, Joe? They, they have two really good wide receivers, not not two outside guys, of course, because on one side they have Beckham and then they'll have Jarvis Landry in the slot. But it feels kind of to me like Callaway's time in Cleveland could be coming to an end. Or do you think I'm completely wrong? And you think they come week uh, five, whenever he's back, week four, that he ends up being a star because he was certainly one at Florida. He just hasn't done it at the college at the uh, pro level. I think they move on from him. And, uh, you know, let's not forget about Higgins, too. I think that's another guy that Baker Mayfield showed that he's, you know, pretty comfortable with. So uh, for me, I, I'm, uh, I, I think they move on. I think sometimes you cut bait, especially with these guys where you have depth and there's no reason to it because now the NFL is, is the cap game. It's, always, it's been the cap game for 20 plus years. So why would you want to keep anybody on there that you don't think is going to contribute to your football team in a positive way? And I, I think at this point, that's what they're looking at. All right. And let's end with this one. AJ Green who is on the Bengals, who you just mentioned, and there's no conversation at all of him being moved. We're just kind of waiting for him to come back from injury. We know the talent is there. No question about it. He'll probably be back week three, if not week four. Is there a chance at the trade deadline that that is the biggest name move, kind of like Amari Cooper last year? Because the Bengals, Joe, are going nowhere. 
with green or without green, you think he's a Bengal for the entire season? Is he draftable this year? He's definitely draftable this year. And I, this is a really want to take your spot thing. This is really about, we kind of touched on it yesterday. Do you have two really solid wide receivers that you believe in? And then is AJ green slipping in your draft? Well, yeah, take a shot on him as a wide receiver three. Can you patch the first month together and then whatever bye week he has? Yeah, of course you can. If you're relying on him as your wide receiver one or two, I think that is a problem. The problem also for the Bengals is how much can you get back for AJ Green at this point in his career? Because now this is, you know, the injuries are starting to pile up. The age is piling up. I think that a contender, AJ Green could really be a huge difference maker. Um, it's very important that they get him back on the field at the right time, though. See, this is the thing. If you want to rush him back because you want to deal him, that's troublesome to me. That you got to worry about. I don't know. To me, I think AJ Green is all about how much of the discount you're getting and take that discount to the bank. Don't overpay for what's happened in the past. All right. Well, I think AJ Green probably ends up with the Bengals, but I want to monitor this very closely throughout the course of the season for sure, because this is a uber talented player, one of the top five receivers in the NFL. But is there a new landing spot for AJ Green midseason? It is a question worth asking, and we'll follow it throughout the fantasy football season as Joe Pizapia and I will be with you. But for now, we'll take a quick time out here on the show. When we come back, it's time to play a little trust or bust fantasy football style. Joe Pizapia, Craig Mishy on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement? money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. 
Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers get rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Did you miss me? Here's what you missed on Make It Rain. Well, I like fantasy sports today. And I like football. And I'm going to keep doing them both because they make me feel good. Welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, Joe Pizzapia with you here on the show. We're getting closer to the NFL season starting. We're getting closer. I know to a lot of you having your fantasy football drafts. If you haven't had it already, I think that's probably the most overrated thing, Joe, is to say that people, you've, you've had to have your fantasy football draft by now. I can't tell you the amount of people who have not yet done it. Like, there's still a large portion of people who haven't had it yet. Yeah. And and that's the smart people, as you and I would like to point <laughs> right. out. I, I, you are going to benefit a great deal from waiting. From waiting is good sometimes. Yeah, this is definitely the case. So look, let, let's kind of go through some players as we get closer to the draft for some people that you can trust or there'll be a bust in 2019. And this is basically me just going through the average draft position in the NFBC and selecting some random players that I think some people think can be good, but other people feel like they have a pretty low floor and we'll get Joe's opinion and see how RPV views it and see how the black book views it as well. So let's start off. New England Patriots are having some issues with their offensive line. Clearly Sony Michelle is their kind of starting running back. They have James white there as well, but fantasy football trust or bust. Let's start it off. Sony Michelle, New England Patriots trust or bust 2019. This is a very difficult one. You started off tough. I'm, I will give you that's that. That's the way I like to do it. I know. You're a tough bird, Mish. Let me tell you. You're Buddy Howell, Sony Michelle. That's the way Yeah, I like. wow. We really covered the gamut here. You're welcome, audience. You're welcome. Oh, Sony Michelle. I, I trust his role in the offense. I don't trust his knee. This is where I struggle. And I'm going to say trust. I'm going to go with the trust because... I think they're going to do everything they can to manage him. And, and last year, they were able to do that successfully. I think they understand it. You saw they brought in some depth as well this offseason. That made a lot of sense there uh, to bring in Damian Harris. I thought that was a very wise move, a wise investment for this team that's continuing to evolve offensively without Gronkowski and a little bit more run heavy and a little bit more with the running backs. I'm going to say trust. It's a low level of trust. Is an RB2 level of trust. With the caveat, make sure you have some insurance. Then I trust him. I think it's okay. Do you trust Tony Michelle? No, no. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't ever trust no. a New England running back. I finally went down that road a couple of years ago with Rex Burkhead and decided that's it. Oh, I'm never why'd doing you it do again. that? You should have read the black book. See? What did the black book say? <laughs> don't don't go near him. There we well, go. Did you see that thing where Rex Burkhead last year around this time was going in like the fourth round of some expert quarter? I thought it was drafts? two years ago. I thought it was two years ago. Was it last uh, year? No, it was even last year. No, it was no. last year. Oh, it was was it might have, maybe it was to you. I don't know. All I, I feel know like is, it was two years ago. All I know is that uh, oh you know it might have been the two years ago. Yeah, it might have been now that you mentioned it. But look, dude, the Rex Burkhead thing like that guy's just not going to be that guy. I love he's Rex not, Burkhead. I'm drafting him again this year. Is yeah, he still I on New England? By the way, I don't know. Maybe he's on the Texans by the time we talk. <laughs> he could be. 
All right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not in on the New England running backs, although I will say PPR heavy league, James White. A hundred percent, James White. Yeah, go got it. Yeah, got it. Um, all right. Uh, fantasy football trust or bust. I got to say uh, one of my favorite QB twos in a fantasy league this year is Sam Darnold of the New York Jets. I don't necessarily want to have him in my top eight, top nine, top ten, but I want him in a lot of fantasy leagues. I think 30 touchdowns is coming. Probably a lot of picks, too. If you lose points for picks, <laughs> this may be a bust. But I will go with trust, and I want to make sure I give you that before I turn it over to you on Sam Darnold. What do you got? Trust or bust? So you, so you feel real good about Adam Gase after everything you've seen in Miami? I do not here? like Adam Gase, but I do think <laughs> I, I do think Sam Darnold throws for 30 touchdowns, which makes him a QB1, so I'll draft him as a QB2. Uh, I'm going to say bust. I'm going to say bust wow. on this one. I think he's fine as your bye week cover guy in a super flex. I'm okay there, but I'm sorry. You could do a lot better and you need to prioritize a little bit. And who's it's been who, frustrating. Who could you do better with? Who could you do better with? Tell me. Well, I mean, you better with cousins. You can do better with, I still say Winston, even though you'll probably disagree with no, me on that one. That. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I think you still do better with Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson from a fantasy standpoint, they might not points or points. Craigie, don't, don't, don't thumb your nose at the points. It it doesn't matter how they come. If they rush for it, it doesn't matter. How about Stafford Stafford or Darnold? Uh, Yeah. You hit the one guy where I have pause. I'll take my shot on Darnold. The only thing that I, I just wish I could have seen more Darnold with Le'Veon Bell in the preseason. That would, that's the only thing that's been very frustrating for me. So I'll take a shot on Darnold because I do like what I saw in the second half last year when he came out at the end when the, and he was much more efficient with the football, and he was. So I want to give him some credit there. However, this is another new offense for him to learn and a new weapon in Le'Veon Bell, and I just want to see how that all works out, and I haven't gotten any glimpse of it in the preseason, which is frustrating to me. Look, Gates was a quarterback whisperer with Tannehill. Look how good he made him. I mean, come on. Yeah, that worked out Darnold's great. on the way. Yeah. All right, uh, tight end position. Big ceiling, big floor, you would think, for Hunter Henry of the Los Angeles Chargers who is nowhere near the top three or four tight ends being taken, but because once those guys are gone, it's pretty much a crapshoot, I think, at that point. Fantasy football, trust or bust? Hunter Henry, tight end, Chargers. I trust him. He's kind of the boring guy. I think what's what's been nice is I found recently, even though his ADP says one thing, I found that he keeps slipping in drafts for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know if people are a little worried about the whole Charger offense now that Melvin Gordon isn't there potentially, but I think that's a bit of an overreaction. Uh, I've just recently got my first shares of Hunter Henry because the market's kind of come down a little bit on him, which is great. I think he is that perfect soft underbelly of tight end that used to always be Greg Olson, used to be Delaney Walker, used to be those guys. Well, well, if I don't get Gronkowski, I can get these guys who are going to be tight end ones and catch touchdowns. It'll be great. That's kind of disappeared, but I think Hunter Henry is going to fill that. Hunter Henry is a good route runner. Hunter Henry, I think, is going to be uh, used in the red zone still, not just Mike Williams, but I think you'll see some Henry as well. And I think they're excited to have him back. And uh, again, when a player is out and worked so hard last year to come back and almost contribute last year, I think uh, I just want to know, does Stephen A. Smith know that he's back? I just yeah, want to right. Sure That's know. the question. Yeah. With yeah. everything that happened last year. Hunter uh, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> remember that remember that very well okay uh here is someone that i think is a great trust or bust candidate because it's just one way or the other sammy watkins kansas <laughs> city chiefs you know it's one way or the other here it's 1500 yards and 10 touchdowns or like 300 yards and no touchdowns but i'll send it over to you here you know tyree kill is the one but if mahomes is throwing 50 touchdowns they gotta go somewhere right so sammy watkins trust or bust oh zero shares zero I I'm sorry. I can't do this. I can't. How do we keep doing this to ourselves? 10 games, 15 games, eight games, 13 games, 16 games. That's what his career. So basically since his first season, he's when he played 16 games after that, 
13, 8, 15, 10. He doesn't show up a lot to play. He's never had more than 65 catches in a season. He had one season of a thousand yards. Um, look, I, I get it. The offense is great, but you have to be on the field to partake in the offense. And he is the third, fourth option on this team in terms of what they want to do. Yeah, maybe a, a tournament play, a GPP once in a while and a good matchup with a bad corner on the other side. Yeah, sure, I'll take my shot there. But season-long fantasy? Mm, no, sorry, not feeling the uh, Sammy Watkins. Are you? You you like the risk. How about you, Craigie? Uh, probably not. Mm-hmm. Okay, probably good. Not. I was just hey, trying to get, see, I was trying to get you to bite. I was trying to get yeah, you to no, bite You're, you're baiting me, and I'll bite sometimes. I'll, I'll, I'll argue with you. I yeah. got a lot of it, you know. All right, Dander. (laughs) Last one. Last one. Uh, Bears defense, first overall defense taken. We see this every year. Years past, it was Seattle. Now the Bears are on top of the world after last year. Fantasy football, trust or bust. Obviously, this comes down to where you're taking the Bears defense. But, Joe, is this worth taking over players, which some people will do in their fantasy draft? No, it's not. I, I still stand with that because I, I don't think it is. And that's the, and that's really the most important question. See, that's why you get the big bucks. That's why you're the host of the show. The big because box. that's the question to ask. The mm. huge, enormous buck. <laughs> that's what it is. It's because it's not worth the reach unless you're in a league. And this is what you have to understand. You Every league has these weird wrinkles. Some leagues have weird bonuses and they try to spike up certain things. And if if you're in a league that spikes up defensive points in a weird way with certain things, then, okay, you might want to reach. If you're a league that plays two defenses, which I've seen some wacky stuff like that, there's so many wrinkles in there. But if you're just talking about regular old 12-team leagues, I'll tell you what, I don't reach for the Bears. They're going to be great. It's going to be nice to own them if you do. But I just don't think it's worth reaching over players, especially because history teaches us that some teams can repeat in the top five, but repeating as number one is just not a thing, man. No, you stream those defenses, you find the worst team in the NFL first few weeks, that's who you draft and roll them out for a few weeks and just keep streaming the rest of the way. Not worth an early pick, I agree, 100%. All right, that's our fantasy football trust or bust segment for today. If you guys want us to do a certain player on trust or bust, let us know at Craig Mish, at Joe Pizzapia 17, at FNTSY Radio. We'll take a quick time out here on Fantasy Sports today when we come back little college football discussion. Also a big announcement yesterday, not in fantasy football, but on Saturday Night Live. We want to talk to Joe Pizzapia about this, something we haven't seen in over 30 years. Don't go away. More fantasy sports today coming up next. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. 
So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321-321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321-321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening up a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Points, bets, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering, college and pro football, everything you want. Most importantly, you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open up your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. 21 years and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. And if you feel you have a gambling problem, here's the phone number to call. 1-800-GAMBLER. Make sure you sign up today. All right. Welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Joe Pizzapia and Craig Mish. We're going to dive into some other things outside of fantasy football because let's be honest, some of these things get a little bit repetitive. But I did see the news yesterday. And Joe has a... Strong uh, background in not just acting, but uh, combat fighting, fantasy football, fantasy sports, everything you can imagine. Joe Renaissance man, Craig. There it I is. Think Renaissance man is what you're looking for. Thank you. Yeah. No break. No breaking bad. But you know, we'll give. Well, we'll, I, I we'll told you time why. on that. I, I, I had a lot of deficits working against me, but I'm on it. I'm. I, I'm actually kind of. I'm excited to watch it now, like post buzz, where I can experience the first time. And it was tell really people, good. Yeah. Well, because when you tell people, "Oh, I just got to this part," they get really excited. You're like, "Oh, yeah, it's gonna be. Oh, you're so great. You're a great part of the series." Oh, and they 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 relive it. So I feel like my joy will be other people rediscovering it again. So, Did you watch that? Game of Thrones when that was on? Or I'm, I've watched Game of Thrones start to finish four times. Okay, there you go. So from the entire watch. season, I'm I'm a Game of Thrones fanatic. So. Are you? Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. I I had never watched Game of Thrones until the last season started. And then I, I knew you I, went through the whole thing. I went through the whole thing and then caught up for the first week. Yeah, I caught up. And and did you enjoy the Game of Thrones? I did. I enjoyed it. Not as much as as some people said I would, but it definitely was still excellent. Still very good. And and by the way, 
there even though this last season wasn't very good that one episode was fantastic the one uh action episode the battle of winterfell was it is that yes what the battle of yeah. winterfell yeah, yeah I'm, that, I'm a i know the last episode of... wasn't great but it all made it yeah. worth it for me with that episode well season two uh when Tyrion is the hand of the king is my favorite season that's that's got okay. that black water battle with the boats when they're trying to yes, like, I remember that, yeah. that whole season when Tyrion is in charge and slapping joffrey around and all that stuff that that is some of the best acting you'll ever see on, on that season yeah, I I, uh, I was challenged on my old uh, satellite radio show to finish to start and finish it in three months, and I did. Yeah, I, I did took you see that James right Corden thing again. No, the, the they had a writer, one of their one of their joke writers hadn't seen it, and they needed him to do a bit, so they decided to lock him in for an entire weekend on a Friday through the Sunday, and he basically like subbed for three hours, and he had to watch all of them, and then they videoed him watching all of them, and it's the funniest to see his reactions to all these things, and him trying to process everything, and having zero time to process it. It's it's out there on YouTube. It's hysterical. Just I'll like James Corden, yeah. Game of Thrones, writer, whatever, it'll pop up. Hysterical stuff. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Uh, so, the announcement that we alluded to in the previous break was Saturday Night Live, which has really withstood the test of time, without a doubt. I am not a huge Saturday Night Live watch, uh, watcher like I used to be. Uh, I'll record it and I'll breeze through it. What, what I find that happens to me with Saturday Night Live is I judge it too much. It's like, oh, that's funny. That's not funny. And that's not fun. So I've kind of quit on the show. But when there's a good guest on there, I'll still watch. It. I used to be fanatical about it. Used to watch every single episode. I could probably name to you 100 different cast members. But I thought that it was crazy yesterday when they announced the new hosts for Saturday Night Live. And the December 21st one, Joe, is going to be Eddie Murphy, who hasn't hosted in 35 years. So what are your thoughts on that? And and do you think that he is still funny, by the way, at this point? <laughs> We've got that Dolmite movie coming out, which it looks pretty like interesting. I think that that could be fun. I think this is great. Last year they had Sandler come back. So it's kind of nice that they're having guys who were, you know, huge stars off of Saturday Night Live coming back. And I am an SNL nerd for sure I've, I've always watched my parents were big watchers that was like a big deal if i could stay up late to watch saturday night live yeah. <laughs> as a kid and my dad always let me on saturday and it was it was great and my kids love it like i've shown them a lot of bits over the years now youtube you can just show them sketches which is so great so they can see all these things and they they love it and they'll they do the californians voice in my house sometimes like what are you doing and all that stuff they think bill Hader is hilarious uh, i think this is great i think that sandler did a great job they had some really clever sketches when he came back I think Eddie Murphy will be very good. I think this is his medium and people forget what a comic savant he was. Like he was out there at 16 years old in comedy clubs doing comedy. And I would encourage everybody to go check out the uh, new season of comedians and cars getting coffee on Netflix. If you haven't, because Eddie Murphy does one with Seinfeld and they tell some of these stories where both of them work in the same clubs. Like Jerry Seinfeld's like 22 and he's like 16 and it's just hysterical. Like some of the stories and some of the things that they remember with such vividness. It's it's awesome. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be very cool. And if you do dig that show, that was a show that I've rabbit holed and go down. You watch a whole season. Do you watch the comedians in cars getting coffee? I, I did I feel like see that's right up your thing. Yes, I did see the one with Eddie Murphy, and I watched it with my wife. We both at the end thought good, not great. That's what we thought. I thought some of the other ones were better. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the key is I didn't watch all the other ones. I probably Ricky Gervais is always funny with him because they have a very funny relationship. Uh, Jamie Foxx's was very good. Sebastian Sebastian Mascalco we've had on before is always very funny. He's entertaining as well. So um, it's it's a fun. It's a fun show. I like the show and I'm not a car guy. But I found after I've watched that show, I'm kind of more of a car. Like I'm, I'm more curious about driving certain cars now. So there you go. It's, it's right. been effective. Well, you learn something. For me. There. Okay. Yeah, I like to learn. Uh, before we get back to fantasy discussion yesterday, also the trailer for Star Wars. I feel like if you're a fantasy fan, you have to be a Star Wars fan. I think they go hand in hand, I would guess. 
uh joe are you when when do you plan on seeing the rise of skywalker will it be after it comes out will it be before opening night will it be on opening night what what is, what is your take on that are you a big star wars guy i was the biggest star wars guy i lived for this <laughs> the kid. biggest star wars no, no. Guy. well look what, what did i do for the last 10 years of my life really was was teach sword fighting so That's you true, have to understand yeah. this is a huge yeah. this is a huge deal for me it's not like you know I'm not going to Comic-Con dressed as a character kind of thing, but you have to I, I remember this. Yeah, I, I do seem a, to remember doing shows yeah. with you and you talking about how like you analyze the fights. Yes. No, oh, I, I, I analyze, not only like analyze the fights, I would wait for my father to come home and I would have like the He-Man sword in my hand and the other sword in the other hand. And he would wait and I would like throw it to him like I was waiting for him to do battle like that. It's a serious stuff for me. I lived, eat, breathe Star Wars as a child into my adult years, into going to see Phantom Menace on the midnight show. And then mm-hmm. afterwards, leaving, going, <laughs> was it good? Because <laughs> I didn't feel like it was good. I'm a little worried. I feel like it wasn't good. Well, there were things that were good, right? Right? Like something was good. And then hating the second one even more. Yeah. And then the reboots, I was like, oh, okay, here we go. I'm excited. Let's do this again. I'm going to get my kids into Star Wars. And then I was went to see uh, Force Awakens, and I did not love Force Awakens at all. I thought that I mean, was good. Oh, it's 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 New Hope with different characters and worse writing and worse acting. I thought it was it, much better oh, than the, the original. So the ori- when they redid the trilogy again, it was no good. No, and 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 I don't need you to add other characters. I need you to add other things to my original trilogy too. I don't need extra people walking in the background. I think Stop you're being it. too tough. I thought, no, I thought Force no. Awakens was good. No, Force Rogue, Rogue One was really good. Rogue One was terrific. Yeah, I am okay, all good. with you on, on that. that. All right. We're back on that. I actually thought Last Jedi was I better was good too. than Force Awakens. So I'm cautiously optimistic. Now, here's the problem, Mike. Because I've kind of petered out with my frustrations a little bit about the movie. Now my kids have pivoted and wanted to watch the Marvel Universe stuff. And we started oh, with Guardians. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they loved Guardians. I said, if you like Guardians, I think you'll like the rest of these. They loved Guardians. They freaked out. We have this summer started at iron man and gone all the way to dr strange we have just two movies left you have infinity war and endgame they've done the entire mar entire marvel universe this summer from like the chron the how you're supposed to watch them in order or whatever you know the the marvel order so you like i've never seen story unfolded. Them, so, yeah they are fantastic they really are great acting excellent premises incredible effects re- and much deeper than you think i there i think a lot of people dismiss them as like and i kind of did too and then after you watch winter soldier or um or, or civil war like those two captain america ones i guarantee you you won't feel that way you will say wow that's some really great filmmaking and my kids are now just all in and so am i and i'm excited because there's gonna be like a new offshoot of that marvel universe with more sequels coming i'm not going to be there the first week i'll be there the second week after it dies down as the holidays come i will go see it okay so, yeah i will yeah. see the star a very simple question answered in five minutes there's okay. sometimes there's not a simple answer <laughs> You got that's why you have me you wanted to fill more time there it you is had the loud italian right. come in to fill more time that's there why i'm here is. that's that's the, the sword fighting is what i needed all that's right it. uh so from away from that back to fantasy here for a minute and uh and look there are going to be a lot of bad teams in fantasy this year for sure but more of a reality situation and so joe there's always those gems that you can pick out on bad teams that have good players and i know that there are a few that you really like this season so if you wouldn't mind Give me a couple of those guys that are targets for you from your RPV in the black book. All right. Well, I learned this from my good friend, Bob Harris, one of my favorite human beings on the planet. And he taught me this a long, long time ago. He said, Joe, you're a good looking bald guy, but you need to be smarter. And you need to realize that there's guys out there on some bad teams that can really be useful. And sometimes guys on bad teams get a bad knock. And the first one's Tyler Boyd. And a lot of the people go, oh, but Tyler Boyd wasn't good last year with AJ, you know, in the second half and no AJ Green. We didn't have Andy Dalton either. So how good could you possibly be? That's frustrating. 
so I think Tyler Boyd is going to be just fine. I think he's going to repeat a thousand yard season. I think he's going to have eight touchdowns. I think he'll be just fine, especially in that West Coast offense. I don't love the Jaguars. We made no bones about that on this show. But D.D. Westbrook, I do think, can be useful. It's a guy with a lot of talent. Everybody was super excited about a couple years ago, and they've grown less and less excited about over the last couple years. And I just want to remind everybody, hey, two years ago, you were super excited about this one. He's not that old yet. He's finally got a quarterback who can throw the ball a little bit further. Let's see what happens. Hunter Renfro, another guy, smaller in stature. I think Derek Carr in this lot could really end up finding him. And if you watch Hard Knocks, they seem very impressed with him, and so does Carr. And that's a security blanket worth looking at. T.J. Hawkinson. I know a big name, but a bad team. I think you take a lot of shares of him. Adam Humphreys, another guy coming off a big second half. Yes, big downgrade in offense, but in terms of role, I think a very productive one. And the last one is Geis as well. Geis is another one. Bad team, whatever. Still, all the running back depth you can get. Geis is a good name for you. Yeah, l- let me ask you about Hawkinson specifically because I, I watched him and Noah Fant both play at Iowa. I-, I thought Fant was the better player. Hawkinson apparently is the better blocker. Historically speaking, Joe, there there are guys eventually that end up coming out and being okay in terms of tight ends as rookies. But I mean, what kind of production when you say like a fantasy asset, like what would be your expectation for Hawkins at the end of the season? Would it be 700 yards and six touchdowns? Would it be 500 yards and five touchdowns? Like what kind of numbers when you say an asset out of a tight end? You no, know, it's a good question. I think an asset means that you can you can project all the, those numbers in the world. The problem is the position itself, and he doesn't have to hit certain thresholds. He's just got to be better than a certain number of other guys out there. And I think he can finish in the 10, 11, 12 range in terms of overall tight end. And that's mm-hmm. all I need him to do because, again, the cost is nothing. So I think that's what you're looking for with Hawkinson. Can he be a tight end one when all said and done enough times? And I think he can be. And I think that that role in the offense is going to expand very quickly as the season goes on. It's an asset that's going to grow and get better, not worse. And I agree with you. Fant might be the better overall talent, but I think Hawkinson's a little bit more polished and ready to go in this particular offense where he's going to be more needed than Fant will be with those other wide receivers that Flacco has. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, Joe Pizapia coming up at 2 o'clock Eastern. Full-time fantasy will be along. Don't forget our new format for watching Sports wagering over at Sports Grid is Zumo TV. I downloaded the app today. It is fantastic, not just with the Sports Grid, but you have a, cho- a choice of watching virtually anything that you could possibly want. All of the shows that we have here on the Fantasy Sports Network, and then, of course, everything that you could ever want in terms of wagering. Joe will be on there uh, on the weekends when he hosts his show uh, from the Meadowlands at the FanDuel Sports Grid area. Can't wait to see that coming up this football season. So let's do this. We'll take... One more time out here on the show when we come back, we'll talk about some backup quarterbacks in the league that potentially you could stash. Don't go away. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, Everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. 
Can't get enough fantasy football? Roboto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Weekend wagers. Paxton, two runs, a five-hitter, six and two-thirds, 11 Ks against a good Dodgers team. I thought it was a good spot for the Yankees after getting swept in Oakland, you know. You know what they do? It's a good team. It's like, you know what? I know we like, you you, you could say you respect Oakland, but it's totally different when you go to Chavez Ravine, you're playing the Hollywood Dodgers, and you're coming off a sweep. You know the Yankees were going to bring their A game. Saturday and Sunday, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on the Evan TSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. And welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, Joe Pizzapia. Yesterday we did chicken sandwiches. Today we did Star Wars. We did Eddie Murphy. I think we'll keep it to fantasy for the last second. Is that okay with you? It's fine. Is there anything that we missed that you wanted to cover on the show? Mm, Not yet, but uh, if something pops up, I'll let you know. However, it's nice to see how versatile we are. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we could talk pretty much about it, uh, anything. You know, uh, last night, speaking of which, uh, my my son is, is in Little League, and this is his second season, essentially, in Little League. And he is seven years old, and it's uh, eight and under. So you can imagine there's a lot of kids who are older than him. So la- last night we get there, and the tryouts start at 6 p.m. There's 105 kids. <laughs> it's an hour late, so it starts at 7. And it, was, it literally, it was almost three and a half hours of, of Little League tryouts. Like, and, and by the way, I'm a evaluator because I'm an assistant coach on the team. So I'm evaluating players like on a scale of one through five. Can they hit Joe? Joe can <laughs> they? Kids. You're, you're eight years old. You know? <laughs> I know. He doesn't have the hit tool, Joe. Yeah, you know? I know. What's his speed? Are you going to give him like a, a 40 grade on the speed? Are there any undrafted free agents out of that group? Like yeah. little little Tommy little Tommy Tewilliger who just you know, couldn't you know, quite get it done. Notes. He's got the heart of gold. Yeah, little notes. <laughs> cried after he hit. Okay. <laughs> You know, that's the evaluation process that goes in. And so oh, that will that will absorb a lot of my Saturdays and a lot of my weekday nights. But uh, just as a reminder, for those of you, in addition to watching Zumo, and I know that a lot of the videos that we have are also posted on YouTube, you can also catch my live stream tonight with Howard Bender over on the Wager Alarm website as Howard and I will take our first look at the college football season, which begins in week one coming up on Thursday. And I know, Joe, that this will be kind of a new foray for you getting back into college football. But uh, just very quickly to give you an update on some of the main games going off on Thursday, Utah, their updated line is minus five and a half against BYU. UCLA is at Cincinnati. The Bearcats are minus two as UCLA uh, goes cross country for the opener there. And then the game, uh, Joe, that both from a fantasy and reality perspective, you probably want to watch. Now, look, this is a new year for Georgia Tech, a brand new head coach. All they used to do was basically hand the ball off to three different running backs and go. But Paul Johnson retired. So they have a new coach there. This is a rebuilding year. They play against Clemson. Clemson is 36 point favorites in this game. 36 point favorites in this game. (laughs) But I will say in fantasy, we will be talking not next year because a couple of these kids won't come out yet. But we will be talking about Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback of Clemson. Yeah. 
Travis Etienne, the running back who will come out after this year, will be in the NFL. He'll be a second-round pick for sure, maybe even first in the NFL. And then Justin Ross, who could be the best fantasy player of the three. He still will have to go through two more years before he is eligible for the draft. And Isaiah Simmons will be a first-round top-ten pick in the NFL draft from safety. So, Joe, Thursday night, you can get your Clemson on. You can like watch an NFL game without uh, having to watch one because that's going to be better TV than anybody else. Well, at least half of an NFL game, according to that 36-point uh, deficit. <laughs> I just want to point that out there. But, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, uh, supposedly the best uh, quarterback prospects since Andrew Luck, a lot of people are saying. So ironic. There you go. But yeah, I saw Lawrence last year a bit. Uh, obviously very impressive. And I love the look too. He totally looks like the bad guy, the you know, the bad kid in the 80s movie. Yeah. Right. Who just like gives you wedgies and swirlies. I love that look. Yeah. Clemson is uh, clearly the best team in the country, although Alabama will have something to say about that. And then the you know, Utah-BYU game will be really good. It's uh, always a good battle when two teams rivals like that. But opening up the season, one team basically headed toward great things, and the other team almost done after week one because whoever loses is definitely not getting into that playoff. There's some high hopes for Utah this season. We'll update you on some college football as the week goes on, no doubt about that. But let's dive back into some pro football conversation. And yesterday, in case you missed it here on the show, you can go back and listen on demand. We talked about some backup quarterbacks in the NFL. We talked about the 49ers and that combination that Nick Mullins had last year with a couple of his wide receivers, specifically Dante Pettis, and then, of course, in George Kittle, who couldn't have a good combo with George Kittle, whether it's Beathard, Mullins, or Jimmy Garoppolo. So I would ask you this. Do you think that Mullins, Joe, is is, is stashable? And I'm wondering kind of what your thoughts are with this and what kind of format you would have to play in to actually stash a backup quarterback in fantasy football. Is there any scenario you would do it? A uh, 14-team super flex, maybe? If you, if you missed out on the runs? Like, maybe that... Uh... That league where yeah. you own all the uh, NFC East bottom quarterbacks, I, that that's a really interesting uh, theory that you got working for you. So that could be fun. Um, you know, you're looking around here, like, you know, you get the Matt Barkley's of the world, the Chase Daniels of the world. It's it's kind of a who's who of who cares. And I, I don't know if there's really anybody that I'm super excited about. I'll tell you what, though. I, if something happened to Dak Prescott watching Cooper Rush the other day, I didn't think he was all that bad running the offense. He actually seemed pretty decent to me. So if like, you know, if they spend a lot of money on Dak and next thing you know, he blows out an ACL or something happens to him, that would be one that I would keep an eye on because it would, ver- I think it would change the dynamic. But most of the time, these guys are backups for a reason in the NFL, right, Greg? I mean, they're not like... It, it, it is, but but I will say this. There, there are scenarios, I think specifically, and we'll dive into some here, where you have rookies and the rookies could end up coming in similar to Josh Allen, similar to Sam Darnold, and we saw that last year, similar to Baker Mayfield, Joe, where you, you, they don't play a few games, but it's really good to hold on to them because if you're going to get that kind of production like Baker Mayfield gave last year, this is not like a lottery ticket. This is a legitimate first round, maybe first overall pick Kyler Murray type. So um, in these scenarios, let me throw them out at you, and then we'll okay. just get to the specific backup. Uh, any interest at all in drafting Drew Locke on Denver? If I set a fake, uh, fake Vegas total for you of Drew Locke starting in 2019, six and a half games for Denver this year. This year, Drew Locke, six and a half games. Would you go under or over that game started total? I would go under. I would. Flacco's been durable, if nothing else. So, yeah. And I think they want to try to see if they can be competitive as long as they can. I think that and they can be competitive in that division. So I'm going to say I'm going to say uh, under on that one. OK, and let's move on to the Washington Redskins. 
I don't think it's a matter of Keenum. It could be McCoy, but uh, Haskins looks like he's going to play Thursday. So this will be fun. Actually, maybe the best game to watch will be the Redskins and seeing him play Thursday. So Dwayne Haskins of the Washington Redskins, Joe, if I gave you a Vegas total of eight and a half games started for Haskins this year, would you go over or under that total? I will go over. I think the future is going to start sooner than later there. I think they're going to give him a couple weeks to hold the clipboard. And I think, you know, by the time we get into October, he has that job. The Giants have Daniel Jones as their player in waiting. Eli Manning will be the starter. If I gave you an over under of 10 and a half games for Daniel Jones started in 2019, your answer would be, man, that's, that's tough. Oh, 10 over 10 and a half. I'm going to go under even though I don't think it should be, but 10 and a half is tough because I think the number's 10, so I'll go under. What kind, what kind of numbers do you think Jones could have in a 10-game sample? What, like what kind of rookie numbers? Um, well, I think he could go for the 2,500 yards and uh, somewhere around 15 touchdowns. I think it's possible, you know, especially because if it's in the latter part of the season, Golden Tate's back. That certainly helps, right? The first four games, it's like Eli Manning is set up for failure, right? Like get Golden kind of Tate is. away for four yeah. you know, games and all these other things. And I don't know. And then the, the buzz and, and what's going on around there. And look, Daniel Jones has performed admirably, but it's still preseason. So when the real matchups are happening and the real guys are on the field, I think things will change. But at least I think it's quieted the fan base a little bit and the outrage of that pick. Maybe they reach for him. It doesn't matter. Did you get the guy that you think can be the guy that you pass the torch to? That's all that matters. At quarterback, it's, that's the most important thing in the NFL. Okay, uh, now the last one is Kyler Murray. I'll go, uh, he starts 15 and a half games. The only thing that I would say is injury, right? That's the only thing from him not starting 16 games. Is that fair or unfair? You know what? I'll I'll take the under on that. You go under? I'll take, okay. I'll take the under on that and not even just on the injury. I mean, I think injuries... I, I, you know, maybe I set that too high. What if I said uh, 13 and a half games? Ugh, that one I'll take. Yeah, I said it really too high because well, an because, injury happens. The guy misses one game. That's not a good Vegas. But line. even look at Sam Darnold last year with his quote unquote injury. I was never buying that that was a real injury. I thought that was a hey, kid, let's step back and reevaluate, take a couple weeks off and then refresh ourselves and reboot. And he did. And he rebooted and he rebooted right. nicely. So there might be that time where they need to reboot Kyler Murray. It's possible. Let's not say that it's not. No, I agree. That, yeah. that, that's definitely in the cards. OK, uh, no pun intended. All right, so <laughs> I, I think I think those are my rookie ones. I don't know if I missed any, but I think those are my rookie ones. Now let me do a couple veterans one, vet, veteran ones. Uh, we'll start with Miami. They have not decided, or at least they claim they have not decided who ends up starting for them this season. Whether it's Fitzpatrick or Rosen, Rosen had the better preseason, but Fitzpatrick is obviously the starter there. And if they have a bad offensive line, they could destroy, I guess, Rosen's confidence. I'm not really sure how they see it. They're more quiet than usual. Uh, so I will set Josh Rosen's over under total for starts this year at nine and a half. Nine oh, and a half. You're killing me, Smalls. Because that's next, what I do. I'm setting the biggest lines. I, I got to kill you. That's what I was part doing of it. because yeah, I was thinking to myself, okay, the number in my head before he says it is nine, and then you went to the half. All right. So, so if you had to guess nine and a half, now if he starts, if we find out in the next twenty four hours he's starting the first game, I think that's it. It's going over. Yes, but, I would. But, I but would if agree he doesn't, but if he doesn't, that means the Dolphins could ride him for uh, Fitzpatrick for weeks. You know, they I'll, know. I'll still take the over, even if they start out of the gate with Fitzpatrick. I'll take the over. I'll, I'll, I'll hope that I can get a sneak in there for ten. 
<laughs> okay. And I think that they should. There's no reason. You're not. There is no reason. I agree. You're There's not no competing in this division. Just find out what you have in Rosen. Let him play a full season. How bad could the offensive line be compared it to last year? Uh, it's worse. Yeah. I, well, I mean, last year was the worst offensive line in football, period. Jets One of the worst the we've worst. ever seen. Yeah, Jets were the worst. But uh, but Dolphins are right there. Yeah, the Pro Football Focus graded out the Jets thirty out of thirty. I think Dolphins were like twenty seven. But you're right. That's that's. I mean, that's that's because uh, if he is the guy, then it, it changes your dynamic of what you're going to do the next couple of years. And if he's not, then that changes what you do in the draft too. I agree with you. Ugh. All right, uh, you could give me any that I didn't come up with, but the last one I'll do is Marcus Mariota, starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to set his uh, his starts this season. And we'll give Ryan Tannehill the benefit of the doubt. But I'll, I'll do Mariota's here. Over-under starts for Marcus Mariota this season. I'm going to go seven and a half. Over-under. I'll go over. But it, it ain't much. <laughs> I think he's going to get like nine games. No, it is. Because well, what do we know? I mean, Marcus Mariota, we you know. kind of know already. Big yeah. injury risk. Bad performance risk. There's a lot of risks in there. So, ugh. You know, I, here's a, I'll, I'll I'll throw this back at you. You ready for sure. this? Yeah. Would you, if you're the Titans deep down, let's say you're a Titans fan, do you want Mariota starting more games or do you want Tannehill starting more games? I think you have to hope Mariota does because I know what Tannehill is. That's the problem. And by okay. the way, and by the way, I would factor in an injury with Tannehill too. You know? Like, oh sure. Well, who's the yeah. third guy on that depth chart right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we look at that? Third guy is Mettenberger still around? Is Mettenberger? No, 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 Zach Mettenberger. Sorry, boys and no. girls. It's Logan Woodside. Logan oh, yeah, Woodside. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me set his yeah, 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 one and a half for Logan Woodside. <laughs> I'll take the over. <laughs> Probably so. Probably so. All right. Oh, so uh, those are our quarterback discussions, and certainly for those of you, this is just kind of a fun. Uh, fun talk that Joe and I are having. Obviously, we don't really believe in handcuffing quarterbacks, but Joe brings up a good point. If you super flexed out Jacoby Brissett, then you have a chance to you know have a starting quarterback this season. And I know that you feel a little bit differently about Chad Kelly than I do. So we'll save that talk for another day. But coming up next, right here on Fantasy Sports Today, it's the moment that you've been waiting for. This is going to be the debut of Exit Velocity with Joe Pisapia, the first time that he's done it here on this show. So, We'll do that coming up next with a little exit velocity. And then coming up at the top of the hour, our friends, Dr. Roto and Adam Ronis have it all coming up for you in full time fantasy. Don't forget four o'clock Eastern today over on the uh, TV side. Sean Guastamacchia is at the window, the latest on all the Las Vegas odds. We'll be back with more FST right after this. Don't go away. DailyRoto.com guides you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. 
I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off, 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh said, 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. My pants are, like, falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time. The best date 100.com. Weekend fantasy update. Right, you're going to see Eli in there until the Giants are kind of are eliminated from uh, competing for the playoffs. I point week 14. The last three games they have the Dolphins, and then I think they uh, finish yeah. off against the Dolphins, Redskins. Washington, and then right. Philly. And who knows right. if Philly will have right anything to play for? Right after their bye, I, they have a, a game against the, uh, the Bears. Bears. I think. Yeah, so I don't know if you want to introduce Jones to NFL football at Soldier Field. Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Before we get out of here, it's time for a hot take of the day. And here it is with a little exit velocity. I feel the need. The need for speed. Exit velocity. You know what's gotten lost in the Andrew Luck shuffle? I'll tell you what got lost in the Andrew Luck shuffle. One of the great, if not the greatest, Twitter parody accounts ever, and that is Captain Andrew Luck. For those of you who don't follow Captain Andrew Luck on Twitter, I question your choices in life. This has been a fantastic run for him, and now whoever runs this account is now out of material. How about a little bit of love and a little bit of sorrow and a little bit of tears for this guy who's run a hilarious account over these last few years? Captain Andrew Luck now has to have himself as a retired soldier. I mean, come on now. And he only follows two people, the Indianapolis Colts and Ken Burns. That's it. That's who he follows. It's the most miraculous account ever. And in case you missed it, he even wrote, uh, Dear Mother, actually, Dearest Mother, the quill has never felt more heavy. I have made my decision to holster my side on permanently. I shall battle no more. 
The decision is difficult, but as the hogs taught me, I must be true to myself. I am coming home to care for you and the farm. Andrew. Mic drop. There it is. Joe Pizapia with our exit velocity for the day. Thanks again to Tom Kesting for coming on the show. For my co-host Joe Pizapia, I'm Craig Mish. Coming up next, it's full-time fantasy. They got you this afternoon. Hope you guys have a great day. Joe and I will be back tomorrow at noon. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya.